0: So as we uh, continue with this, we're going to start out the show with a personal story. Sharing
1: your journey.
0: A personal story about the reality of both the joys and struggles that come with practicing NFP as a married couple. This is part of our Inspired Sharing Your Journey segment. Now, what we do with this segment is like the name suggests, share your story. Each week, we invite listeners to share their journeys of faith as they navigate the waters of life, providing encouragement and hope to those listening. Really, it's one of the favorite segments, I think, of a lot of people in the course of our Real Presence Live programs. If you'd like to share your story during this segment, we invite you to contact our programming coordinator, Brandon Clark, at the number that you heard earlier, 877 122 And today we have with us Josh and Jackie Gao. Welcome to Real Presence Live.
2: Thank you very much, Father. Happy to be on.
0: It's
1: great right. to be here. Thank you.
0: Fantastic. I was waiting for both voices so that I knew that we had both of you with us this morning. Um, first of all, we'd like f- for you to tell us a little bit about your background, uh, especially as your relationship is concerned, um, how you met, and uh, how long you've been together.
2: Yeah, um, so I guess I'll kind of get the, the brief snapshot of it. Uh, it started... Um 2012, so about seven years ago, um, Jackie was finishing a year as youth ministry coordinator at St. Michael's Church, and I was, she was leaving to become a focused missionary, and I was coming in as the new youth ministry coordinator. And the two of us kind of overlapped a little bit. We ended up leading a youth pilgrimage together to a Steubenville conference, and kind of the, the ironic part of it was uh, everything that could have gone wrong on the, on the trip did go wrong, and when we got back we found that the two of us, unlike the other chaperones, we were just fired up about it. We were just motivated, inspired. We just had a great time together, and I think kind of through that um, friendship started to form. And Jackie went off to do focus. I stayed at St. Michael's Church and kind of from there. Now, we, just we which can...
0: uh, which St. Michael's? If you can just uh, tell our listeners which St. Michael's yep. parish was this in, in Grand Forks. Okay, here in Grand Forks, right? Yep. Yep. So kind of throughout the
2: next year. um we just kept in contact about, you know, how's, how's your ministry going, how are things going, checking in, and we, you know, we just started to see that naturally this friendship was blooming over time, and eventually that just, it, it naturally, you know, the whole time it just felt very natural. Things just started to fall into place. It progressed to a dating relationship, and then from there we got engaged, and we were married uh, January 24th, 2014, so about a year and a half after we had first met and been married ever since, five and a half years now.
0: Okay, now I know that Jackie is a, a Fargo native with some good uh, German from Russia bloodlines there, so uh, are you from the same area, Josh? No, I'm from central Minnesota originally. Ah, okay, very good.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so Jackie, how did you know when uh, when Josh was the one for you?
1: You know, um, it's kind of funny that you ask that question. When For a while I just discerned religious life, and um, so many sisters, when they would tell their vocation story, said, Oh, when when I came here or, Oh, after a while of being here, I just knew. And that that statement, you know, almost it almost seems funny until you've experienced it, but there was just something with um, my relationship with Josh where it became this, I just knew. And um, ironically, when we first uh, were on that uh, youth retreat that we were leaving where everything went wrong, the Lord just convicted my heart that I would date him someday. Didn't know that I would marry him, but it was this weird, okay, I'm moving 2,000 miles away, Lord, so we'll see what happens here. But um sure enough, later on, we started dating, and, and I guess I just knew that he was the right one. It felt right. It wasn't a question of, oh, I don't know this or that. I mean, there's always a little bit of that, but there was clarity in my heart that he was the right one.
3: Now, uh, Jackie, is it true that, I mean, both you and Josh had something similar going on in your lives where didn't each of you in your own way have a community of Catholics or Christians that you lived with prior to actually meeting each other? What, what did that have to do with your faith journey?
1: You know, um, I think that was actually so um, helpful because um, at one point, you know, I had lived in community in college um, and I lived in community after college. And then even when I, Josh and I started dating, but I moved back to North Dakota, I was living in a house with seven women. Um, we had four bedrooms, one of which was not used as a bedroom. So we had three bedrooms, seven ladies. That's a little weird, right? <laughs> but it was so great, because all of us were, were trying to be followers of Jesus, and and we, um, we robbed each other the wrong way, we caused a lot of pain in each other's lives, but I'm happy to say that... These women are some of my closest friends to this day, even though they live all over, um, because we really grew together. And what did that do for my relationship with Josh? Well, it told me that living with people is hard and that it requires sacrifice, but it's also really beautiful and worth it. And these ladies were able to speak into my lives in ways I didn't necessarily like, but were really good.
0: We are speaking with Josh and Jackie Gao, and uh, we're going to get into the uh, topic of uh, natural family planning and living out uh, that uh, lifestyle and and the uh, the graces of that lifestyle in your marriage. But we want to hear from Josh in terms of uh, the the whole courtship thing. Um, w- w- at what point did you know that Jackie was the one for you? Uh, were you uh, pursuing before uh, maybe she was, or how how did the timing of that go?
2: Um. You know, I think uh, it's it's kind of I, I was pursuing her before, um, and I, I think I continued with that. Um, I, I think part of it, though, I had to realize too, there were certain constraints in our life at at the time that I had to be aware of and just being respectful of those. Um, but I think along the way, just having conversations what you with mean her. Was
1: I was a focused missionary and had to be on a dating fast, and so he was trying to be a friend. And at some point, I came to the realization it's like, okay, something's happening here. So I was like, Josh, what's going on? And he's like, well, Mm -hmm. uh, and then he shared his heart. Mm -hmm. But something very beautiful happened in that because it was a moment of honesty, and it was also a moment of, wow, he's been respecting me. Like, he knew that I was on a dating fast, so he wasn't pushing or wasn't pursuing me in a way that he shouldn't be. And then from that conversation, we were able to talk to Focus and say, hey, like, we weren't trying for this to happen but the Lord's doing something and and focus plus that they um they realized okay yep like you're two thousand miles away dating fast is a typical um commitment for the first year for many very beautiful reasons but uh you guys are allowed to be off of that fast
0: so. I think that they're used to that happening among a number of their missionaries aren't <laughs> they
3: <laughs> very good Now, uh so josh and jackie i I happen to have a little Inside information here. It's I may know somebody who helped you with your marriage prep. So um, yes, <laughs> the w- I was wondering. Okay, so we're headed towards. Obviously, we want to hear the ins and the outs of uh, the lifestyle of natural family planning. But prior to you getting married, and I think this is is a critical moment in your marriage preparation that you're coming into that the whole natural family planning lifestyle that actually started in your courtship and in your 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 marriage prep could Josh could you maybe and it was you know with Jackie supplementing there could you explain what what was presented to you or the challenge of of how to begin that process actually in marriage prep?
2: Yeah um well I'll, I'll be honest father I don't remember what specifically you're alluding to, but I'll, I'll remember very clearly. Uh, we sat down for marriage prep, and when we started, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we we were kind of told the different methods, and we were allowed some freedom to choose, and we, we picked one. And what, what Father had said was, he looked me in the eyes and he said, Josh, you're going to keep the chart. Every single night, you're going to ask Jackie what her sign is for today. You're going to document it. You're going to do that. And part of the, I guess, the overall theme of it was, in our entire marriage prep was doing things together, how can we be in it together? And so for me to be able to do that every single day, it's it's a small opportunity for me to continue pursuing Jackie, continue to pursue my wife, because she knows that this fertility is not all on her to figure out, but I'm taking ownership of it too. And it's something that, um, because we started that in, in the engagement process, we learned how to do things together, how to carry that cross together. But um, it also created a level of intimacy that we were sharing that together. And later on, when Jackie started to um, have some struggles with with NFP, she knew that I was in it with her. And there were times when I would have to sit down and say, "Just tell me something. Tell me what. Tell me what was going on today, and I will analyze it with you." And I think if we hadn't started that in the engage process, that pro- that whole doing it together being intimate in that way i don't think we could have had a foundation for having some of those conversations that level of trust later on in our marriage
0: for those who are just joining us you're tuned into real presence live here in the real presence radio network josh and jackie Gao are joining us a couple from the diocese of fargo uh visiting with us about their relationship and the use of
3: natural family planning as a married couple so, so josh what, what i hear you saying is that there was this critical moment where both together, you and Jackie you come to realize it's not, if this, if this true is a vocation of marriage and you're going to enter into this commitment, it's not mm-hmm. her cycle. It's our cycle as in yours together. What is hers is yours mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Jackie, can you speak to us? Can you reflect back on that time before you're married and before you enter into the, the married life? Um, just what was it like to have this person that you love suddenly sharing that intimate part of you where here you've been bearing it your whole life and suddenly here's this other person who is coming in to, to share it with you and maybe bear it with you. What What's that like?
1: You know, um, it was beautiful. Um, I had, you know, obviously the woman understood my body to more or less extent, but when you take classes on natural family planning um, you learn more and more details um, than you had studied before and to do that with uh, my future spouse the man that loved me was really beautiful and um I guess like to, to know that, it's, that the man can always be fertile and you know if the man is fertile the woman obviously we have times that we are and times that we aren't and um it could just be okay well you know the man is fertile he'll do his thing and Woman, you figure out your thing. Well, no, that's not what Josh has ever done, or even what the message of NFT um, really is about. It's really about the couple. So for Josh and me, um, being in it together and um, it never being a burden solely on the woman. It's actually a beautiful chance to talk about what's going on. And and even in those times, um, Josh alluded to you that were you know when we were married, more difficult. Um, it was postpartum, and when a woman's cycle is is getting back to normal, it can be difficult to navigate what exactly is happening, uh, whether it's a changing pattern that indicates fertility or a changing pattern because of nursing and other hormones um, going on in the woman's body. And so there were t- times where I was just so frustrated, where I didn't know, like, what is going on? We, we want to have more children, but we aren't ready for another child right now, Lord, and um, my body is doing crazy things what is this and if I had been in it alone I would have been very overwhelmed and frustrated and struggling um but Josh perceived me and he he, he said he, he would ask me what is your most fertile son today and when I would have those I don't know I hate NFP he was like it's okay honey and he would just listen to me and help me process through it and I think I think one thing that using natural Family Planning had taught Josh and me is that um, Whether it's in regards to our sexuality as a married couple or in regards to our physical health or spiritual or emotional health, it's about being one together in all elements of life. So when my husband goes to work or when I went to work, you know, he didn't come to work with me, but yet somehow he was in it with me and vice versa. And I think that's one lesson that began in marriage prep when we first started taking NFP classes was learning, even though it seems like it's a woman's thing, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's both.
0: And that teamwork, that communication, is something we want to continue to explore. We're going to need to step away for a break, but good news for our listeners. We are hanging on to uh, Josh and Jackie throughout this break, and we'll continue the conversation. Also, 877 795 is our number for straight talk at the bottom of the hour. So get those questions ready. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Inspired, sharing your journey.
0: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer, priests of the Diocese of Fargo, a privilege to be joining you today. And we have with us Josh and Jackie Gao from the Diocese of Fargo as we're visiting with them about their relationship and the faithfulness of uh, the, the ramifications, I guess, the blessings that come from faithfully practicing natural family
3: planning. So, so where we were, uh, hey Jackie, I've got to want to ask you this. You know, like just in life, as you go through life, um, you know, there is always this battle of living in the Lord's grace or not, and the evil one is out there. He's trying to get us to condemn ourselves, and life can be hard. You know, even if you are married to the one that you love, and it's it's a good sacramental marriage and all that. So, you know, one of these key things ab- about a, na- a natural family planning lifestyle is the man pursuing the woman each day like that's that's why it's so critical that he he charts or he takes you know the temperatures down this so that it's it's a joint effort um, otherwise it ends up being like um, the woman is either rewarding or punishing the man you know and it, it gets out of balance and and negative things can happen but I, I'd like to kind of key in there can you share with our listeners just from the woman's perspective? what is that like when you're having a good day you're having a bad day maybe you're having a day where you've been kind of condemning yourself or a little negative and here your husband comes and he he pursues you and now it's through your sexuality your sexual relationship but he's pursuing there hopefully in the context of like maybe prayer or spirituality but He's pursuing you, and and does that bring? Does it remind you that you're worth being pursued? I mean, what what does that feel like emotionally or psychologically to know that this person who loves you, even if he's having a bad day, there he is, and he's pursuing you once again?
1: Yeah, um, I think it's really easy sometimes for me, um, just being an extroverted person um, who you know strives for perfection, for better, for worse, right? For worse, but. to like take it all on my own and just do everything, and um, then yeah, internally to like to see, I'm oh, I'm not measuring up in this area, or I didn't do all of those things, um, and then just to really like live, actually, kind of like I don't realize it's self-centered, but really, it's all about like I have to, I have to do this. It's all about what I'm doing, and then when my husband, um, who actually really loves me, despite that. Uh, pursues me and cares about me and shows me that, oh, wow, he loves me. Um, It just kind of gets you outside of yourself for a second. You're like, oh, wait, okay, like, I'm not supposed to do this alone, and and he's actually in it with me. And then, wait a second, I guess God's like that, right? If if the man who loves me um, as much as he can does this, well, then the God who loves me infinitely must be pursuing me even more and gosh, I want to be more aware of how my husband's perceiving me and more aware of how God's pursuing me because um, sometimes I, you know, get focused on myself and forget that. And so I think um, to have my husband pursuing me um, both both in, like, the marital realm but also um, in the other ways he persisted throughout the day uh, is really great. You know, it's funny. Little things like, like he'll text me on this lunch break, hey, honey, I hope you're doing well. I love you, I'm praying for you, or, or something little like that um, can be really wonderful. And then there's times where he perceives me, and I I probably react like, uh, not again, like, I, whatever, thanks for the message, honey, but I'm busy today. Or like, you know, what's your most fertile time today, honey? And I'm like, I don't know. And I react exteriorly, like frustrated just, you know, from what I was experiencing that day. But he receives that and continues to do it anyway. And I think that's something in my marriage that um, it's really worth pondering when, when, you know, you feel like you let the other person down, but they continue to be there for you. And in this case, my husband is pursuing me still and cares about me. It's like, oh, like, wow, like, I guess there's something that he sees in me that maybe I don't see in myself.
3: Hey Josh, can you give us kind of an overview? So there you are, you're you're married, children come along, uh, the stresses of employment, the stresses of paying your bills, just making it in this modern world, and 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 here this is an, you know an NFP lifestyle that you're living. So so the 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 positive, but but the negative. Can you kind of give us an overview of what what's that like from the man's perspective?
2: Um, in terms of charting nfp you mean yes um yeah um you know i guess the the positives and the negatives i guess kind of go together and and i don't mean that to demean either one of them but i guess i I mean that in a beautiful way so like when i come to the end of the day and i go to jackie and i ask her what was your most fertile sign and she is just upset and she says nfp's stupid i hate it blah 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 you know, that, that's an opportunity for me to just say, okay, well, I'm done. I'm going to pack it up or, you know, we're done for the day. Or or I can respond differently and say, okay, my wife needs me right now to continue to love her in this. She needs me to be patient. And in a sense, it's an opportunity to take what was a negative, turn it into a positive, use it as an occasion for, um, dying and growing in holiness, and it, it seems so small, so little. But you know, just just the little thing of here's my wife; she's upset with this, and I'm gonna I'm going to get outside of my natural reaction to just quit, and I'm going to ask one more question, or I'm going to continue with with the pursuit in this small way, um, and. It's, it's a beautiful opportunity to actually live out the sacrament of marriage and to, to lean into the graces of marriage to actually be able to do that, because then what happens is when I do that in that small way, it begins to transform the rest of our married life together. And I begin to see that, you know, other times throughout the day, maybe we're working on a, a common project around the house, we're cleaning up, and she's upset and I'm upset. And there's grace there now to say, okay, I need to take a step back. I need to step away from my natural this base base reaction to this but um, now there's grace to say okay honey what what do you need right now how are you doing so it, it in a sense it transforms um, the rest of our marriage and it's I mean it's, it's just the bedrock for everything else that we do
3: so, so, Josh, we actually have a caller who's called in, and they have a question uh, for the two of you. And we only okay. have about two minutes remaining here. So, but the, the caller wants to know. They said they've been listening this whole time. And uh, could you please discuss in more detail, explain specifically um, what has to happen in regards to charting, particularly biomarkers? The husband and wife have to discuss in detail what's going on with the body. So we we have some listeners who are kind of interested in the the practical. Can you give us in the two minutes here just what it is, the interaction takes place between you and Jackie as husband and wife each day?
2: Yeah. um, I guess kind of the long and short of it, it, it's going to kind of depend on what method you use. we use the Billings ovulation method, and we just ask, what was your most fertile sign? Billings tracks, um, sensation at the vulva, cervical mucus. And working with a, a skilled NFT teacher, they can kind of teach you how to identify those. Um, so cervical mucus is one indicator that's used. Uh, couple-to-couple leak will also use basal body temperature, um, and I'm, I'm not as familiar with that. Um, but those are kind of the two primary signs. That I'm aware of, um, the cervical mucus, also with that the sensation at the vulva, and then basal body temperature.
0: Well, Josh and Jackie, thank you so much for being with us today and uh, for sharing your story. I know uh, many of us priests have seen the glassy-eyed look in terms of uh, young couples when we start visiting with them about natural family planning. So we hope that this really gave them some uh, an encouragement and blessings to you and your uh, in your relationship. Thank you, Father. Thank you. It was great to visit with Josh and Jackie Gow today and talking about uh, natural family planning.